0: Shabbat Shalom, this week portion, Ki Tisa. The obvious will be talking about the sin of the golden calf. But I want to touch on something that just happened before that. And this is another command about the Sabbath. Yes, in this week we're going to start again and talking about how we should rest on the Sabbath. And it comes just after building the tabernacle. And I want to stop for a second and ask you this. Did you see the new Apple Vision Pro? Those weird-looking glasses that you put on your face and you can control the world from your Googles. Did you see that? That's something amazing. That's what people are doing now. It's an AI-modified. You can see what happens in the outside, and yet you see a screen. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, yes really that's what we need another device not only that our phones are always there or our computers now we need something to wear on our faces to walk you wake up in the morning you put them and you just continue the day inside this cloud of technology around the world parents people understand that we are addicted to those devices And they're trying a lot of things, brilliant things to stop it. And I read an an article that somebody wrote, I think it was from New Zealand, and he gave an example of the Jewish people that have one day of rest from technology. And indeed, on the Sabbath, we're not allowed to use phone and I think it's a great advantage. People are not checking their emails, people are not answering phone calls, no texting. Sabbath, and all the devices are off. But I think The person who wrote this really forgot one thing. Yes, technology is one of the aspects of the things that are not allowed on the Sabbath, but there is much more than that. Of course, to talk about the rules and regulations of the Sabbath, we will need to open a new series because people are learning these laws for years. Years. I'm talking about books over books that talked about every small aspect of the sabbath and because we have just a couple of minutes i'm not going to go through the whole books and all the laws there's many 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 things to talk about but i'm just going to give you a basic introduction to the idea behind those laws and i'll start with this if you ever open a book or you write sabbath on Google, you will find that there are 39 principles of work that we are not supposed to do on the Sabbath. And I'm talking about something that's called a melacha. It's a task. It's a job. It's great things like cutting, like writing, like mm, cooking. Elements, and from that we learn more. So we're not allowed to write. Are we allowed to go on the sand and only with your finger make a shape? Or are we not allowed to cut? Taking the toilet paper, just cut it. Would it makes a difference where you cut it? These are great questions and these are big questions. And really our sages and our rabbis practiced and learned and developed it into the understanding of what it means in our day. But I want to talk about the bigger picture. And the bigger picture starts with the understanding that there's a connection between the tabernacle and the Sabbath. And funny enough, the 39 rituals, laws, principles of things that we are not allowed to do on the Sabbath are the things that were used to actually build the tabernacle. I'm going to repeat it. If you would see a task work that would be in the process of building the tabernacle, these exact things are the things that you're not allowed to do on the Sabbath when it's not building it, when it's our daytimes, when it's our life today. So if you're allowed to write on pieces of wood on the tabernacle, this is writing. This is exactly what you're not supposed to do on the Sabbath. And when there was a need to cut garments to prepare the tent, this is something you're not allowed to do. And you would sacrifice and cook on the Sabbath. And this is why we're not allowed to do it. So this is the opposite of building the tabernacle. And many years, many rabbis ask the questions, what's the connection? Why do we learn the laws of what not to do on the Sabbath from actual building the tabernacle? So one of the biggest answers made by Rabbi Foreman our best, one of our best friends talked about this. He said, look around at where we live right now. We live in the world that was created by God. And we know that in the six days of creation, God used everything in his power to make this world and stop. On the seventh day, we are almost doing the same thing. We are working on building the tabernacle, We are creating it, so-called, and we're using rituals, tools, principles that are connected to building. And then we stop. Just like God created a world for us, we are creating a mini-world for Him to dwell. And after all the rituals of actually building the tabernacle, this is where we rest. Resting from what? Resting from creating. And this is where it gets complicated. Because of that, the laws are so complicated. Because what we are looking here is creating. Creating is thinking about something, developing the thought and actually doing something from it. It's an art. It's a creation. It's not just bricks or something simple you do. This is why on the Sabbath, A person is allowed in certain situations to carry 10 chairs into his neighbor for the Sabbath meal. He's going to sweat, It's going to be heavy, It's going to be hard. And yet he's not allowed to cut the skin from his chicken and throw it away. Yes, this is part of the understanding that there are things that are creating and things that are not creating. I'm not going to go into the laws now. I'm not going to jump in. Just when I want to give you this thought. Just like this creation of the world and stop, we are creating the world and stopping. So yes, we are not using our phones on the Sabbath, but it's only one aspect of many things. To summarize all of it is, if God created the world and rest and stop, we can think that we can create and stop. For one day, for 25 hours, there's nothing more to create What's done is done. Shabbat shalom.